So let's have a conversation. This is Dr. Amy Davis coming here with episode 12. And I have my guest, Mrs. Veronica Williams. We're going to be discussing handling rejection and finding your purpose. Mrs. Williams, she's a master certified life coach. Um, She's also a wife. She is a co-founder of the Alliance Seminars Coaching, which is a veteran-owned faith-based organization. She empowers women and couples, coaching them. Um, Originally from Compton, California, now lives in the DC DMV area. She's influenced women, strengthened couples nationwide. Um, She's also, like I said, a licensed minister, and she has coached a lot of military wives to help them through the challenges of living, of being a military wife, basically, because that is a challenge. (laughs) Well, I don't know that personally, because I'm not a military wife, never been a wife, but she has. So I will turn it over to her to let her introduce herself a little bit more before we delve into our topic, handling rejection and finding purpose. So Mrs. Williams. Hi, Dr. Amy. Thank you for having me. Um, I, in addition to all that you said, I'm also a wife that um, has been married 25 years. I am a mom of three, and as you mentioned, I've worked with um, couples, women, um, empowering them, and um, for the couples, those that are pre-engaged, and I like to say that have hiccups, been married, but need someone to just come help help them navigate through life, and that's about it. All right. So can you explain, because I know I often get it mixed up as well, the difference between coaching and counseling because I know a lot of us will get that mixed up yes for coaching we talk about things from today moving forward if there's anything that is from your past that cannot be resolved today or things that are coming up that are interfering in your um, prospering and living today's life um, or if it's things that you didn't know that was going to come up and they're coming back to you that's when you either need uh, if you're married we would suggest marriage counseling or uh, either if you're not married and even if you are married you would get personal counseling through uh, um, some type of therapist whether it's a psychotherapist or a therapist that can really help you navigate through um, the specific area of your need. Right. So on this topic, handling rejection, I know myself, I've been rejected before. I'm sure we all have been rejected. I like to, when I conversate about rejection, I think about two parts of it. You can have self-rejection and you can also have, you know, being rejected by others. Can you kind of discuss with us um, ways that we can, you know, deal with rejection and navigate through rejection. Yes. Yeah, offer us ways, especially us that, you know, have that self-rejection mm-hmm. that don't accept, you know, ourselves the way, you know, we presently are. We're not living in the present. Yes. So I, um, there's a couple of things there that I hear you saying. You, when you talk about self-rejection, um, that are you, if that's uh, self-rejection, um, it's really 
um, is it from someone else? And then, you know, self-rejection. When you talk about the self-rejection part of it, I think you have to develop ways to know who you are. Um, how do you do that? Um, I work on me. I work on getting some good skills or whether it's um, um, interaction with other people, personality. Um, I think the first thing with self-rejection is working on you. Identifying those areas that make you uncomfortable and make you feel insecure Mm -hmm. and that um, allow you to feel inadequate. Because a lot of times when I see that people are having some self-rejection, it's something that you're not feeling. So you have to build on skills that would help you with self-esteem. If you have a negative outlook for you and you're you're a Debbie Downer, I don't want to say it like that, Debbie, sorry. (laughs) But if you... But if you're an individual that feel like nothing's going to work out um, or you feel afraid, um, the only way to know is to walk through that fear um, and realize that um, it and, and kind of make sure that it doesn't affect you. You know, but no is a complete statement and being rejected like, no, not right now. I think you have to identify what type of rejection it is. Um, Is it temporary? Is it something that's been there all the time that I just feel low about myself? And then just finding ways to encourage yourself from within. Um, Mm -hmm. And then finding uh, material to read, talking with different people. You could talk with the coach. You could talk with a therapist. Whichever um, area of need that is deepest. If it's really deep and it's something that when you were younger, when you were in your teens, early adulthood, and it's still haunting you and you just can't seem to shake it, I think that's when you need to just take a pause, identify what it really is that's going on, that you're feeling the way that you're feeling, and find ways um, organizations and and, um, therapists, people, to um, help you sort out that particular feeling of your rejection. Because the number one thing is that you just want to rebuild your confidence. And by taking that time to just pause, think about everything, figuring out solutions. And, you, you know, the thing is, for for someone that's going through it, they'll say, well, I don't know what it is. I'm, 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 well, just dig a little deeper. Whether it takes you to journal, to mm-hmm. really identify your thought, to really um, give examples of when you, I feel this way when, when what, when what happens, what, what stirs up that um, low self-esteem. And um, so you would do that um, for self, for, I would say, for starters in dealing with self rejection. That's good. I know a lot of people are journaling. Um, I'm not a journaler myself because I feel when I start to journal, I've tried it before. It just doesn't work for me. But I appreciate the fact you said it because there's a lot of people out there that are are journaling. Um, I was also thinking about affirmations. Yes. The words of affirmations are really great. Like you're wonderful. You're beautiful. But I think also people need to just look in the mirror. Um, One thing that will be helpful 
is if you look in the mirror and you say, I see you. If no, if you feel others don't see you, look in the mirror and you say, I see you. I see me because you know, that's some of the things we want. We're not being recognized. We're not feeling um, that I'm being noticed. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing all these things, um, to, uh, but nobody is seeing me. Nobody is hearing my cry out that I want to be seen. So sometimes just going in the mirror and doing that. I find journaling as therapy, as therapeutic. I used to journal, haven't journaled in a while now, but when I journaled, I did it from a spirituality perspective, whereas I would read a scripture in the Bible and I would journal on that. I would journal on that scripture. What did I get out of it? And did it, you know, and I would always look at scriptures that was um, centered around whatever I was experiencing. And I would write how I'm feeling. And then I would write a prayer at the end. So it really doesn't have to be long, drawn out times. In fact, I was just sharing this story with my daughter the other day about journaling and I was telling her when I journaled I listened to um, music whether it was classical music or whether it was really soft instrumental music not so much other people singing but it was more the instrumental music because mm -hmm. that put me in a fine um, in a mindset not to have all the noise <laughs> and it exactly. was soft and I can really gather my own personal thoughts and I can kind of de, um, declutter the thoughts that others might have said to me throughout that day that might have impacted how I'm feeling and what I'm going through or experiencing with rejection. But I think it's um, those areas where you feel the most rejected and when it occurs and how it occurs. It's going back and finding those solutions or finding a solution or finding something to help build you back up um, because we can get bent out of shape and we can get, you know, really uh, moved by so much that that um, uh, takes us out of our mindset or take us out of our uh, our comfort zone and allows um, the self confidence the not the, the self-confidence to go away so you have to kind of build up who you are know that no matter what people say to you it really don't matter don't yeah. put too much into people's opinions thoughts and about you and know your self-worth worth know your self-worth and value yourself no one else has to value you um and whatever if you i don't feel pretty enough well you are pretty you know does it really mm -hmm. take makeup no i want the natural me i don't want to do all this other stuff i won't you know i just want to be the natural me whether it's, it doesn't have to be makeup lipstick or whatever just wash your face clean it up uh, there's a lot of little um, uh, moisturizing sprays that gives your face a vibrant look so yeah. something like that you know um, doing things that perk you up, uh, going yes. to going to the beach. Um, how about just taking a nice drive? And if you're really down and low, maybe driving might not be the safest way. Let me put that there. 
but finding something, maybe walking and um, the affirmations, I love that. And, and then there's some other meditations you can do um, that would help encourage you to um, not feel the rejection or to not let the re- the impact of rejection be so impactful to um, disrupt your emotions, disrupt your physical being. Um, but knowing who you are, no, no matter what, and I, I say it all mm-hmm. the time, you you you're more than enough right Mm -hmm. you you have all the things in you you just have to let them shine you have to let them come out and what we do is we work on ourselves because we can't change people and people can't change us but what we can do we have the control to change ourselves and Mm -hmm. do those things that are necessary for you to feel um, good about yourself, for you to have that self-confidence, to be motivated, to be encouraged, to move forward and not stay stuck in that moment. Exactly. I'm like when you said, um, go look in the mirror and say, I see you. I see you. (laughs) I see me. And that can work with both self-rejection and being rejected by others. Yes, um, and for and for rejecting by others, even when you're dating and, and, and there's a breakup, you know, pause about dating, you know, mm-hmm. search yourself. Don't don't um, don't do the blaming because sometimes it's really a natural breakup that probably should happen um, yes. for your good and for the other person's good. Um, you don't have to, you know, when you know your self-worth and when you know who you are, you're not I gotta beg someone to be with you that's the worst thing you can do is to beg someone to Mm-mm. be with you yeah. but the only person you can beg to to be be with you is yourself it's like let me learn how to just love me how about that amen the person didn't love me the way that I wanted to be loved how about I just love on myself and it's not even selfish because no, no one can take care of you then you provide your own self-care um, I think mm-hmm. the biggest mistake we make is relying on someone else for our validation yes. and that's when we cannot handle rejection Mm -hmm. but if you don't put a hundred percent into the person's validation and you know your self-worth you know who you are you realize i'm competent i'm beautiful Mm -hmm. i i I am who god created i'm uniquely and wonderful made wonderfully made now god just work on that part so to encourage me to know that right i Mm -hmm. read it in the bible i might hear it um and the affirmations that you read, do you believe them? Or are you just saying them? You know, exactly. is it giving you encouragement and to just say, okay, I'm gonna walk out of here bold today, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it takes that. But don't look for other people's validation and just find out who you are. Oftentimes when we're dating, we're just that, it's just dating. It's not a solidified relationship. Oftentimes we kind of make that up in our own mind and two people may have different views of what their relationship is, mm-hmm. but you have to have you have to have the critical conversation to identify what is our status for real. Here's what I'm thinking. Am I off base? Do I have some unrealistic expectations of you? Because Mm -hmm. I thought you were only dating me. I didn't know I wasn't the only one you were dating. I, I, I thought I was your girlfriend or I thought I was your partner, but that's not the message I'm getting. So I need, we need to have that genuine, real down home, 
conversation without our feelings on our sleeve, no emotions tied to it, and just allow the reality to, to exist. Definitely. You know, we hear that saying, you know, rejection is God's protection. Um, you hear that a lot. I know I yes. heard T.D. T. D. Jake say that, you know, rejection is God's protection. Yes, we and don't yes, often. You go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, I hear that a lot. And, you know, along with the affirmations, you know how they say, I ha once you do something for a period of, you know, six weeks to nine weeks, it becomes a habit. So when you're doing those affirmations, do them daily. Don't just, I mean, more than a week, more than a month. And then it just gets into your mind and in your heart and it becomes a habit and you'll be thinking, oh, I didn't do my affirmations today. So I encourage people, I know myself, I'm, I'm guilty too. I'll start because I have this affirmations book on my Audible and I'll listen to them in my car and I sometimes won't listen to it the next day. So you get in the habit of doing it every day. That way, if you miss a day, you'll, be think, you'll know, okay, I missed my affirmation. I need to listen to my affirmations to pick you up, especially on those days you're feeling down or if you feel that low confidence. Um, so that's definitely one thing I would suggest also for people. Yes, I like the affirmations, but in addition to the affirmations is perhaps having a daily devotion of reading the Bible. Yes. But yes. also for those that are faith-based, mm -hmm. prayer, yes. praying to God and and sitting there after you pray to hear his small, dear voice as to how he wants to speak to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things that I would also add to affirmations. They're good, but we also need to hear sometimes um, when we're praying, we will get the um, the answer from God as to what is happening, how what direction He's leading us in. Um, mm -hmm. I like that the rejection is God's protection. Oftentimes, we don't even realize why we have to break up. It's 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 some time down the line, hindsight, you know they say. But a lot of times, when we can take off um, the blinder mm -hmm. and we can see the red flags for what the red flags are. Yeah. Um, and we don't really need no one else to tap us on the shoulder and tell us. We know, but mm -hmm. we're not comfortable. We're still in denial. We still don't understand um, what really took place. We or we say we don't really know what took place. And that's because we keep trying to move forward without taking time to recover from the rejection mm -hmm. and to rebuild that self-confidence that is necessary. And to learn to identify the situation that has gone on and from that learn from that to try not to make the repetitive um, mistake um, you know I'm always saying if it's rejection from someone else because that's oftentimes when we really get beat down and we mm -hmm. start feeling really cast out our lowest of lows um, I would say really look at the situation learn from the learn from it and um ensure that you're you're in a situation where you won't make that same repeated situation and you can recognize when when you're going back in that route um and the reason why i say take a pause sometimes in dating in between 
because a lot mm-hmm. of times when we um, have a breakup or a situation happens in a relationship, um, the first thing some people do is like, oh, let me find the next. Let me just go right here. And so you yeah. find yourself on a, on a roller coaster of being on the rebound and on the rebound, meaning that you're just going to accept anything. You don't, you just want to not be lonely. You don't yeah. want to be by yourself. You don't know what it feels like, especially if it's been a long lasting relationship and it was that. But make sure you do pause in that dating time and give yourself space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like grief. Give yourself to to grieve it. It's okay, yeah. you know, but don't stay in it. Just say, okay, I just got to work on me. I got to figure out what is going to happen that I can work on myself to move from this. Um, not only move from it, but how am I going to grow from this? How am I going to learn how to identify um, red flags in, in relationships? How am I going to identify um the 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 road to um um a bad situation coming that's not going to get any better don't isolate yourself with people a lot of times when we're going through we don't want our friends to know we don't want our families to know but sometimes mm-hmm. outside of people just say oh you shouldn't be with them the real people that you help that are going to hold you accountable are going to really tell you the truth so be exactly. open to the truth um, don't be a denier. Just be open to the truth. Um, it is what it is. We say that all the t- all the time. But what does that mean? And what mm-hmm. it means is is that this situation has occurred. There's nothing I can do. I don't have the control of it, so I have to let it be. And I now have to take mm-hmm. control of me and how I'm going to respond and how I'm going to move forward. I was thinking when you said that um, when you have a breakup or you've been rejected, that's a good time to journal too. Take out your journal and start writing down, okay, what was some things that was a non-negotiable with that relationship? What are some things that were revealed to me? That way, when you do decide to get into another relationship, you'll know, okay, well, these are some things in my previous relationship that I couldn't put up with. I'm not going to put up with that again. So, um, and I know a lot of people talk about their preferences and their standards, but I, I feel like that that's important, you know, and with along with, you know, being rejected from people, you learn. It's a learning process. It's an experience. It'll teach you, okay, okay, this was just a lesson. This was a lesson. And I want, when I see those signs again, it's just going to let me know, okay, this is something I can't tolerate. And I know it kind of sounds like, oh, you got your wall up and you won't let a lot of people in, but then it's like you guarding your heart. So how do you coach people that are, that have their wall up too high because they've been in that, you know, experience or been through it too much to where they won't let a person in at all? Well, let me just start here. It is okay to have morals, values, and some standards. Yes. But what we have to identify them are, are they realistic? Yes. Are, on their, are they unrealistic? Um, and if it's, some, if it's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. You know, <laughs> if uh, think of a construction site. You see it all the time. They have yellow tape and they say hard hat 
beyond this point. Yeah. The problem is we don't put on a hard hat and we cross over the tape. Now we're in this head-on collision with this relationship when we mm -hmm. knew to heed, heed the caution, right? And 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 that and we needed a hard hat to go into it. Um, <laughs> and so I look at it like that. I look at it like sometimes it's so subtle and sometimes it's so um, visual and it's so evident but we don't mm -hmm. want to believe it oh, no. and so we go in now we get our heart broken and we can't figure out why am i in this situation but when you take time to pause think about it i like you say to journal you realize that there was red flags from the beginning yeah and so you just chose to not do anything about them mm -hmm. and felt like you know how you convince ourselves oh it'll get better Exactly. Um, that that's okay. <laughs> that's just how they are. They like that. But are they really just like that, or are they really? Sometimes they are like that, and you have to decide: is this the difficult person that I want to deal with, mm -hmm. or is this a sign that this individual is 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 treating me this way because they don't want to really be with me anyway? But I wanna. But the key in dating and um, you have to identify the dating stages. You know. Is it really just that this is somebody that I met, I'm friends, and we're getting to know each other? And then have they both mutually decided that we're going to step it up a little bit? And then have they really stepped it up? The problem is some things go so unsaid that we mm -hmm. have to we have to really answer the the probing question of the silence that we don't want to deal with and so we definitely have to make sure that you're asking the right questions you're identifying the stage of the relationship and then you ask am i being unrealistic um but i think the only way that you're going to heal and get an answer as to and 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 be um, changed mm -hmm. um, to open your heart to love again is that when you really learn how to date the problem is none of us really there was really no blueprint <laughs> a lot of exactly. parents didn't tell you even though you might have had a parents that were married or you might have had parents that were divorced or you might have had parents that passed away ahead of before you can even get into that section to even talk to you about it. There's so much out there that we need to learn about it before we can get into it. And it's really about, even when we're toddlers, it's all about how we learn how to have healthy relationships that we can get into healthy relationships. But we also have to go through some of those challenges mm -hmm. to realize I'm not gonna go through this. Because even if, if there is a breakup and even if it is a challenge and you're having a difficult time, it's temporary. It's going to pass, but you got to go mm -hmm. through it. And the yeah. key about it is when I talk about learn from it, it's really grow from it. So yes. maybe you got in it when you were a little bit immature, you know, and you kind of have to put things in perspective. Is this relationship taking away from me or mm -hmm. is it or is it adding to me? Um, exactly. Is this relationship really making me better or is it making me worse? Mm -hmm. um, am I being the best person for this individual or am I just taking up space and time? So I think when we can uh, categorize it and really figure, figure, figure out how 
if we're really dealing with it from an immature level and a mature level, the problem is we don't even give time to think about what we go through. We just go through the motion and not really sit back and really identify, number one, um, am I my best my best self with this person or in this situation? Um, am I, is this person adding value and, and I, and Am I adding value to them? Mm-hmm. And are we good for each other? Or, or is it where we really should not even be moving forward saying we're dating and we're just good just being friends? But then with that, you have to skip, you have to kind of clarify the friend zones too. Um, yeah. So clarifying questions are always important and not just going based on assumptions and silence to determine uh, where the relationship is. And pay attention to what they say to you. Like, <clears throat> if they tell you up front they're not looking for a relationship, you they're not going to change their mind. I don't care how much you buy them, what you do for them, how much you cook for them. If they tell you up front they do not want a relationship, mm-hmm. believe them. <laughs> and, I, you know, I love that. I mean, that is so true. The first thing is, the first thing, if you're going to buy anything for somebody, the only thing it would be is a card. It's too early <laughs> in the relationship when you don't really know who they're mm-hmm. about, where they come from. You don't know the truth about their life and their background. You don't know enough about them to be buying gifts or whatever. And and, and I say that because so often if you meet someone around Valentine's Day, if you meet mm-hmm. them around your holiday or your birthday, you have these expectations um, that you impose on yourself yeah. that you should buy this or you guys talk about it, but you really need to identify the gift giving. And a lot of women that um, giving out money, you know, money should not be the first thing that you share with this individual. Um, you want to know that is this person a good steward with their money? Are they in a good place with their money? Can they really operate? Um, I, you know, I have a college student, um, a, a college son, and I told him, I said, right now, everything is Dutch. You can't even afford me. You know, we're still giving to you, so you can't really afford a girlfriend. Mm-mm. You know, you can't afford a girlfriend. You can't put those expectations on you, and people can't impose those things on you. And I think about my days growing up, like, um, Really, the, one of the things are, can you even really afford being um, dating? Yeah. Especially if you're working paycheck to paycheck and there's no money in between and you want to try to go out and you, you're you not paying the bills that are necessary. You're rather spending it to look good that you're spending it on someone and all behind, you're, you're behind in your bills and your obligations um, from a financial aspect. So a lot of times that's where you have to identify that realistic and unrealistic um, expectations of where the situ- where the relationship is. Yeah, and I like the when you said um, ask the real questions, ask appropriate questions. We need to stop asking people what's their favorite color. What do you like to do for fun? I'm guilty of that. <laughs> ask them, okay, what are your values? What are your morals? Like myself, I've never been married and I desire marriage. I, on the first date, I start asking, do you want to get married? If they've divorced, do you want to get married again? If they say no, it's like, okay, well, they're not going to change their mind. So why entertain that? 
I mean, I'll enjoy the time that, you know, on the date or whatever. But after that, no, you don't want to get married. So that rules that one out. Do you have integrity? You know, do you love the Lord? Things like that. We need to ask those substantial questions instead of asking those, you know, superficial questions and rule, rule out people from the jump. And identify what that means, though. Identify what that means. Do you love the Lord? Because exactly. I can love I can love the Lord as long as you <laughs> as long as you're gonna keep going out with me. And I said I love the Lord. Yeah, I love him. You know. But do you really love him? So you observe you him, honor him, right? Exactly. You yes. observe him. Is he a servant in his church? How does he serve? Is he quick to to be absent from church than he is to be in church? And I don't. And that that's all levels of um, membership or partnership. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a deacon. Well, mm-hmm. you you more out of church than you are serving. So really, are you are you really on the roster? You know, <laughs> like yes. for real. <laughs> you know, I'm a minister. I love the Lord, but are you really trying to live a life of uh, abstinence, serving God? You know, exactly. do you really value how God would have? A woman and a man treat each other just it, not even in marriage, but just in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Are you somebody that I can trust? But how do you know if it's somebody that you can trust? You spend time with them. You talk about their day. You talk about situations in their life. And you can tell whether they have been honest or dishonest with circumstances. If they're always, you know... Um, do we really mesh together? You know, are we really a good fit? Do we, you know, mm-hmm. do we have a lot of conflict? Or, and what are our conflicts? What, when do we really get a little diff or a little uh, shaken up a little bit um, on mm-hmm. certain topics? You know, um, I always tell women, don't give out so much information. Get it from him first. Because mm-hmm. what happens is, and it can b- go both ways. I know it can, but I know more women that tells everything on the first date or first conversation. And now mm-hmm. they have your card. So if you say, oh, I like this, I like that, he could play right on into it. Yeah. But he's not going to buy the most expensive thing either. He's going to buy the cheapest thing. You say, oh, it was so nice. I got this, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, be careful you know how about we just get to know each other how about we just have conversation maybe a movie isn't the first time we go out on a date you mm-hmm. know that that should not be our first date um maybe even dinner might not be it doesn't because really it doesn't matter just because the person takes you to your favorite restaurant or take you there um is that really how they like to spend their time i mean are they doing it just because you want it and they sacrificed it but how about becoming friends first? Friends with no benefits. How about exactly. be friends as to how we meet our own girlfriends, you know, um, our regular friends? What do, how do we get to know, you know, how do my, how do I get my BFF, you know? How am I going to just develop that relationship to get to know that person and find out more about them? Find out about, find out about, yeah, what is your background, you know? I came from X types of parents. I, or, or you, what was your family like? 
you know instead of telling them all the siblings you have and their personalities tell them ask him about his and his relationship um, mm -hmm. a lot of times people say how he treats his mom is how he's going to um, treat his wife in some instances that's not true right. I, I beg to differ that because I see a lot of them that have a lot of good relationships with their parents and with their mm -hmm. moms mm -hmm. but they don't always respect the other woman you know they don't always respect that woman the way that he should respect it you know mom earned her respect That's how true. am I going to you know how is this how how do you my daddy earned his respect what are you going to do to earn your respect with me That's you know true. the trustworthiness you know mm -hmm. it's it's not a given just because you seem nice and you got a job <laughs> you know mm -hmm. everybody can have that um you know you don't base um relationships off of what people have you know it goes back to the integrity that you talked about earlier um mm -hmm. see the individual for face value for who they really are, not who you want them to be or who you want them to become. And get out of your head right now. You can't change him. You can't mm -hmm. change her. They are who they are when they show you their card. You know, so just develop a nice, healthy relationship. Yeah, friendship. Uh, I like that. A friendship, not trying to get together so quickly. How about we just spend a little time together? You know, um, some people are big on what they what a person spends on you. I like oh, the yeah. simplest things. How about you know, just simple things. Just how about I just get to know the simple you? Exactly. Uh, and then going in a relationship, not like you got everything right. We're not all perfect. None of us are perfect going in relationships. Um, be realistic about it and be authentic. Be your authentic self. Don't try to be who you're not. Um, lay it out for who you are. Um, not just put it out there like bam, but give some caveat to it you know give some yeah. little you know take your time with it and what's the rush because exactly. a lot of times people are not really financially ready to get married even though they want to go to that big step it's a mm -hmm. desire of mine but most importantly i have to realize um, as a christian God, is this someone you really want me to get to know? Or is this somebody that's just coming in here to disrupt my life? Yeah. Uh, is this the enemy camouflaging what could be a chaotic mess in the end? You know, is this the, or is this going to be a head-on collision with the enemy just to give me a test when I've said yes to you, Lord? Uh, does this person respect uh, your values, your morals, who you are? your 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 um your voice your thought your what you stand for do they respect what you what they stand for if it's opposite of what you're desiring do they do they can they wait can they willingly wait for you mm -hmm. you know can they willingly wait as to uh to go through the process of getting to know you you know i always say um, you know, when you were dating, like, 
you know, who's the real Mike? Who's the real Veronica? You know, let me. <laughs> people say yes. that. I know when I was dating, I might be dating myself, but you won't get to know me overnight. You won't get to know me in an hour or a couple of hours. It's going to take some time. Are you willing to go through the process to get to know me? And that's really what we have to say to people. Yeah, and those are all, you know, ways that we can avoid getting rejected or going through that rejection is mm-hmm. getting to know people, developing that friendship, asking the right questions. Um, and, and rejection does not have to be a bad thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm all for don't prolong the rejection. Let me know right now because time is of the essence, right? And mm-hmm. your time is important. My time is of importance. We value each other's time. And if we're not on the same um, page about what we are desiring, it doesn't mean that it just means it doesn't mean that we cannot be friends. It just means that we're not we're going to take a pause and this is not the area of moving forward in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why it's so critical to to get to know the individual, identify and, and, and ask clarifying unsaid, unspoken words into questions. And when there's someone that has other children. You do want to see what that relationship is. Are they coming out of a a volatile situation? Are they bringing you into a volatile situation? Are you bringing Mm -hmm. them into a volatile situation? Is this the right time for me to date right now when my children are running amok? (laughs) You know, is this the right time for me to really take on someone else and his children when I said I don't like children or what I can't even control my own children right now? Is this mm-hmm. an area that needs to be blended now? You know, is this a relationship that needs to be blended? And when you're a woman and a man, don't introduce your children first. I know mm-hmm. when I was growing up, women introduced their um significant others so quickly to their children that the children was calling him daddy and maybe in a month six months a week three days he was no longer around and they're like well where's daddy and you keep bringing all these men and women around your children and they don't know what's going on that's not teaching them how to have healthy relationships and to live a healthy lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. we have to be careful and navigate the fullness of our life and the fullness of the individuals that are in our lives to be able to share all of that. Yeah, I like also when you said um, you pray, because I often will pray and say, Lord, reveal them to me. Like, show me, is this the person before I get deeply involved? um, Just reveal them reveal them show their true colors and you know sometimes we pray that prayer and god really answers it and starts revealing things but then we ignore them <laughs> like okay lord show me something else <laughs> god shows you he shows you it and then we just that's that caution tape we go over it we, we don't you know we don't caution um, uh, no. but you're exactly right and i think we need to be more cautious about who we invite into our lives Mm-hmm. And who whose lives we're trying to blend with ours. It's important. I heard you say, you know, you desire to be married. Um, mm-hmm. You want to date with a purpose. 
exactly. but you got to see where pe- where you align with your value system with your faith uh, you know a lot of people a lot of women and men who say and we talked about this earlier you know we sometimes we want a man that believes in God or have a relationship with God and sometimes we can often tell whether they do or not right mm-hmm. um and we know that they don't but we still want to go ahead and proceed yeah. um God shows us something that you might have prayed for it happens he reveals it Mhm. And then you go back and you say, "Well, God, I don't know, was this really?" So when we pray, pray that we really want and you know, also pray that God help me to really receive the, the what I'm asking for right now, right? Yeah. Like show me in my heart, Lord, what I'm asking for, you know. I mm-hmm. I say this, I have this long laundry list, but God, I need you to capture what kind of man you want in my life, you know. Okay. That's how you can invite and be open to new relationships after the rejection after the hurt after the disappointment after the pain is that when you totally surrender to God mm-hmm. and you allow him to work on your heart and then when you're listening and you're in a relationship with him he will tell you he would say mm-hmm. not right now he would say not this one you know mm-hmm. and then you think about individuals that um have a lot of stuff going on in their life. You know, you you got a lot going on. This might not be the right time to date. It exactly. doesn't say that we might not be friends, but it's just not the right time to to date, you know. Exactly. And and really something that we need to do now in the in the century that we're living in is are you really financially able to hand to to date? And yeah. what that and what does that mean for you, you know? Mm-hmm. What does that what does that mean for you? You know, asking questions like that. Those are really really good and it takes having conversations with your girlfriends it's okay to have powwows and conversate about it get other people's thoughts and opinions about it value yours as well but sometimes talking to other people help us to know how to navigate those things that we're not good at we're not good exactly. at discerning if this is a good man or a bad woman or we're not sure if she's a you know what this mm-hmm. all means and where it's going But when we talk to someone that can help us, it could be a coach, it could be a you know, if you have some stuff going on and you're not really ready to it's okay to have a therapist to help yeah. you navigate that process because the important piece is finding out what's going to work best for you in the season that you're in. So you got this person, they've been rejected. What do you like to share? with men or women who need to feel empowered and seek purpose in life. Sometimes we have to take a pause and we have to work on ourselves. Mhm. Oftentimes we get in relationships not really knowing what we want. Yeah. Uh we move when how the how the wind blows. <laughs> so that's why I say pause, take some time. You know, we don't really know ourselves before we go get in a relationship with a person. Yeah. So, after that rejection, that's what you do is you sit back and you learn about you. You learn your likes, you learn areas that you need to grow in. You learn about areas that you need to work on, that you need to tweak to be a better you. Um, self-care, taking care of you can When you get in a relationship, can you take care of yourself mm-hmm. if it don't work? Not yeah. putting a spin on it, but you want to be able to take care of yourself now and when you get in the relationship. Oftentimes, 
we're looking for some knight in shining armor to dash us away and we don't have to do anything. It takes work on both parties to be in a relationship. It takes financial work for both parties to be in a relationship. It takes work on both parties to be emotionally fit for the relationship, to be mentally fit for the relationship, to be physically fit for the relationship. Just how we take care of our body to make sure that we're healthy, we have to make sure that what we're getting into is healthy. Not to say if we realize that this is not healthy for me, um, I'm not sure we really wanted to move forward. Let's make a let's make a decision to work on ourselves to be better so that we can have a healthy relationship. Yes. Um, we're in we're and then to not have the knowledge, the lack of knowledge, the lack of wisdom. Um, those things can help them, you know, those things are the things that will not um, produce the, the empowerment that you need or um, the purpose, you know. I, I, I hear people oftentimes, and you've said it, dating with a purpose, but what does that mean for you? I think you need to sit back and really think about what does that mean for you when you say dating with a purpose mm -hmm. and then how do you explain that to someone that you meet? How do you have that conversation? Yeah. Those are things that only, and those are individual based because what I look for, you don't look for. What the other mm -hmm. person want may look different to you, but can they mesh together? Well, you know, opposites attract, but how, you know, but then there's also, you need to have some common ground. You need mm -hmm. to have something in common, something of interest, something that helps you to know like, wow, you know we we can work at this together you know i know you touched a little bit on this earlier about you know some people when they get rejected or come out of a relationship they feel like they've lost something how do you um coach somebody that feels like they're not whole how do they gain how can they gain that wholeness because um, some people feel like I, I'm, I don't feel whole because I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody to complete me. So how would you tell that person that feels like, okay, how can I make myself feel whole just, you know, within myself? Well, number one, I think I talked about it earlier is don't look for someone else to validate your wholeness mm -hmm. and you work on yourself, you know, not everyone is faith-based. But for the faith-based believer, you know, the one that believes in Jesus Christ or have a relationship with Jesus is that you look to Jesus to show you how um, to rebuild yourself, right? Mm -hmm. How to, how you know, reflect on what has gone on, what has happened, what did you, what role you played in it. And it's okay, you don't want to blame the other person. But in your eyes, what are you saying that the other person has done? And when you write it out and you really look at it, you realize I contributed to that too. Because it it, both people, both parties contributed to the breakup. One more than the other, possibly at times. The reason why mm -hmm. the breakup isn't always amicable. One had a different view of the relationship than you did. So get in the relationship. Don't have a bird's eye view of it. But then sometimes you do need to have a bird's eye view of it so that you can really see what's really going on. But I think with getting hold is working on yourself. 
Um, nobody could take care of you better than you, mm-hmm. but you have to get into um, programs that are going to help you if you've come out and you're just so wounded. Um, you have to get into a coaching program or some type of therapy. You have to build a relationship with God because also realize that having a relationship with God can also help you learn about what he desires of you and his perspective of you because he Mm -hmm. likes the wholeness of you he likes the good the bad the old the ugly Mm -hmm. he likes you when you're broken he likes you when you're not you know but the bottom but the thing about it is is that you navigate life centered around god this is for the veteran this is for the faith-based person and not centered around the other person being your God. Amen. Yeah. And so taking time to know who God is in your life for those that are unbelievers, you know, know where he really does show up because even though you may not be a believer, he's the present. He's present mm-hmm. and recognize him for that. And a lot of times we have to go really deep and we have to ask God to help us with the heart, you know, our healing is going to come from God and not another individual. Exactly. And when you get in a relationship, you know, talk about expectations. What you, mm-hmm. What's a deal breaker? Talk about the red flags. Talk about what you see. And it doesn't even have to be, um, it doesn't even have to go left when it needs to go right. It's all about how you approach the situation. And that's with timing and scheduling time to sit down and talk about those things. Um, But number one, you have to work on yourself. And there's a few little other things all in. And when you work on yourself, you'll be able to dissect what what you need to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Building up your self-esteem, knowing your value and your worth, knowing that, um, I'm beautiful, even if no one tells me that. Um, yeah. I, I had someone taking up all my time. Now I'm by myself. Well, well let me learn how to be with me. Exactly. Let me learn how to, uh, let me get the things that I need to equip myself to, to be a good person, to be a person that can navigate life by myself. If this is this where this season is leading me to be without anyone. And then just navigate. If you have children and you've been rejected and whatever, you got to work. It's not just you. It's you and the children got to work and navigate through that and get the therapy, get the help that's necessary if, it, if that is what needs to happen. But I think you have to work on yourself and really um, look in the mirror and accept you for who you are mm-hmm. and look in the mirror and really work on those things that you know you need to work on for yourself and realize that other people's opinions really don't matter. What matters most is that you are living your life um, in alignment with what God wills for you. And so a lot of that is what knowing what you're really here for. What would God, why am I really here? Exactly. I'm sowing a hundred percent into this relationship and it is not working, but I've given you less than that. So now I was like, ooh, I, I could have flipped the script. I've been giving more time to this individual when 
literally mm-hmm. it's it, it's not working because i haven't even gotten first of all thanked god not just for the person but thank god that he woke me up this morning and that anything that happens in my life today mm-hmm. and otherwise is because of him exactly so putting god where he is a lot of times our relationships don't work because we've taken uh, god out of our order thank you yeah that's good He's i'm to be guilty first. of that <laughs> Yes. You to be first. You meet somebody, it's just that. It's just like when you meet a faraway yeah. cousin. You don't drop everything for that cousin. You Mm-mm. get to build you build up that relationship with that cousin, right? Mm-hmm. Not that but the same scenario in the sense that when you meet someone, you don't drop your whole life. You still got a job that you got to work on that needs to pay your mortgage, that needs to provide for you. You don't go skipping work for the sake to be with someone. You use if you got to take um PTO and vacation, you better definitely use it wisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let it let it work for you, you know. That's good. You know, some I think sometimes we have to realize that when we meet people, we don't drop our life as it, as if it did not exist before you met them. Yeah. What you're going to do is you're going to mold both lives together because we're two people that had separate lives. Now we're considering an opportunity to get to know each other. Uh, one of the wisest you know, and that's some things that I learned from my own sisters to share with me how to date. You don't drop everything for somebody that you meet. You don't even know them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then and the same thing is you give that to that same person not to drop everything for you. Exactly. You know? So that's why you have to know your self-worth. You have to build up your own self-confidence. You have to know who you are. Um and not let other people validate you. Look to God to validate you. Look to God to direct you to your soulmate. If it's singleness in this season, embrace it. And embrace yes. it with joy, with gladness, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Embrace it because now I have all the opportunities to do what I want to do. I'm free. I'm not bound by somebody to tell me where I can go, can't go, whether we mm-hmm. can afford it or we can't afford it. Enjoy it. Um, get all of that stuff out of you anyway. So that when you have someone new in your life and say it does lead to marriage, now the two of you can find new things to do. Exactly. You know? So often we come with the whole package that we don't um sometimes and not that it's not a bad thing, but sometimes we need to let people know, and this is men and women, that I have room for you. The rejection comes when they don't show you that they have room for you. Yeah. <laughs> do you have sense. do you have room for me in your in your life? Exactly. You know, I mean, when you really get down to it, just think about that for a minute. I mean, That's and then true. they say, "Oh, I'm busy. I got this." Well, okay. They're not going to make you a priority, right? But you don't. When you're dating, you're not. You don't always have to be the priority because you're just dating. There's no ring on your finger. There's no obligations. And then, have you really set? Um, have you really made a commitment? Mm-hmm. Right. So until a real commitment is there, it's only when you can start um, mutually making those goals together and putting some things um, together for a strategic plan for the relationship to move forward. But if it's just dating, it's just that. But you have to recognize and identify 
the stages of the relationship because relationships evolve, people evolve, and we have to be careful not to have unrealistic expectations um, in in those situations. And that's why we can't handle the rejection because we haven't really had some clear clarification as to what what we are <laughs> in the in the relationship. So that's that's why. Yeah. And I was thinking you were saying, you know, self-care. Self-care is not just about going, getting a pedicure or makeover or anything like that. Self-care is some of the things you were talking about, knowing your value, um, your self-worth, spending time with God, praying, those things like that, spending time with yourself. That's also self-care. So we need to get out of that, you know, mindset of oh i need to do my i got self-care day i'm going and get me a massage and this and that what about just giving god your time thinking about yourself knowing yourself words look in that mirror and say i see you you know things like that girl i love you i love you You, i I wouldn't want to i would not want to not be you right um (laughs) you know i love you i am those are really great affirmations or wordings, like you were saying. But in in and when you think about the whole you, and when you think about self care, that's the whole you. You want to be mentally fit. Mm-hmm. Fix the things in your mind that are causing you to feel the rejectedness, to feel the despair. Um, fix the emotional piece of it, and with that emotional piece, it deals with your heart. Fix your mm-hmm. heart. Let God in. Let him. Let him. Um, recertify who he say you are let him put his stamp and seal back on you and then physically fit you know you don't Mm -hmm. move the way you used to move and you know you need to go and make those doctor's appointments Mm -hmm. annual appointments making sure you're right Um, you know the doctor said you got diabetes on the rise and it runs in your family you know you have to change your eating habits you know you so when we think about all of that doing Mm -hmm. everything that makes um, um, that is going to help the whole me and mental, emotionally, physical. That's our whole well-being. And exactly. all of that impacts. And you're a nurse, right? You're a doctor, uh, practitioner. Um, that is what's going to feed all of the internal organs mm-hmm. to be healthy. You're right. you're right. When we think about that. So it's not really the outer you that you're going to be working on because you already have the natural beauty. It's the internal things that are causing the mental illness or unstableness in humans, the emotional state mm-hmm. and, and the physical state because you're not working on inside. And that's what I like. I like a saying that I grew up with and it said, God works on the inside, not the outside. Yes. Why? Because we ask him into our, our heart, into our life. And we have the Holy Spirit who who leads and guides from the inside. He speaks utterances that we don't even know to God on our behalf, To you know? So invoking the Trinity of God, not just mm-hmm. the pieces that you think might work right now. Take them all. I want, I want, just like you want the whole you, I want the whole God because in the whole Amen. God, there is fullness of life. Mm-hmm. And so he will give you fullness of life when you impart the fullness of him through the Trinity. That's good. And then also, because I like your motto, when you say, um, I am not whole unless my sister is whole. Surrounding yourself, the right people, 
like you said previously but i love that motto i'm not whole unless my sister is whole yes that's good yes and and really it, you're not you got i can't be happy in my life or feel like i'm i got it together when i'm not going to help the the, the the sister that i see wounded the sister that i see hurt the, the sister that i see going through and i'm successful i need to look in my circle and help those around me so that's good that's it wow this really inspires me i hope it inspires all the listeners this was good you have any lasting words for anyone that's listening encouraging words you've said all you had a whole lot of encouragement this has really helped me lord say because we started out saying about rejection and i say don't let the reject don't let the rejection be your direction you know of leading mm-hmm. you to something that is not the path that God desires of you, right? Let the rejection fuel you to be motivated to become who God says you are. That's why I'm like, embrace the Trinity of God. Oh, embrace the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because that is what's going to feed you emotionally, mentally, physically, and most importantly, uh, give you the self-esteem and the boldness and the confidence that you need by Him coming into your heart, Him mm-hmm. nurturing your heart. You know, your heart is the most precious organ yes, that man. fuels life. <laughs> right and so if the heart is the most precious organ and that's where jesus resides that's where the lord resides why mm-hmm. wouldn't you let him in just let him in let him in because that is going to help you through any rejection in your life anything and then i just also just want when you feel like you just can't go on when you feel like oh this was the last rejection i i, I can't take no more Look in the mirror and say, I see you. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are wonderfully and uniquely made just for God. Not man, not woman, but just for God. Yes. I'm going to start saying that. I see you, Amy. I see you, girl. (laughs) You a bad woman. (laughs) I have to clap because you got it, Amy. That's what it's all about. (laughs) I love that. I don't care who see who don't see me. I see me. I see me. Exactly. That is so good. I see you, girl. You look good. You you (laughs) you look like you're a million dollars about to walk out the door and go take on the world today. Amen. I love it. Well, Miss Veronica Williams, thank you so much. I enjoyed this. I hope everyone else did. This is another episode of Life Conversations with Dr. Amy. If y'all haven't subscribed, hit that like button, subscribe, and you're going to enjoy this. Thank you so much, and hopefully we'll, we'll talk again soon. Yes, thank you, Dr. Amy. I look forward to talking real soon. Thank you.